The following is the English translations of Pastor Meng Wenwu's teaching on Book of Genesis, chapter five to six, translated by David. Read the Bible every day, so you will be full of faith. We are entering into Genesis chapter five and six. Usually, when you read Genesis, you don't want to read about who begat who, who gives birth to who, and who lived in such long age, and so on. It's so very dry to read. If you compare to chapter four, you will soon realize that the listing of ages has significant spiritual meaning. This is the book of generations of Adam. When God created men, He made him in His likeness, male and female. He created them, and He blessed them, and named them men when they were created. Adam was named by God at the time of creation, but Eve was named by Adam after they fell to sin. This is about responding to their calling as men, and to their destiny, given birth to increasing number on the on the land and rule over the land. So, men is about to being a man is about to restore and to respond to their purpose. So, it is very important that as men we must respond to God's purpose, starting from verse six to thirty-two in chapter five. It is all about birth and vitality records. If you examine their ages, they live such long lives. But don't try to add up all the years, because in Hebrew culture, they may not record this according to each generations. Some informations may have been omitted. Why record the ages then? Because their lives matter to God. He counts the years they lived on earth, which He valued. It is different from Cain's descendants in chapter four. We see, as you read this, that you may pray to God, may all the days and the years of my life on earth matter and be valuable to you, God. First, let's look at some of my favorite verse here, verse twenty-two to twenty-four, chapter five. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah, Selah, three hundred years. And had other sons and daughters. Thus, all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty-five years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Now here, took him, meaning God took Enoch with him to heaven, and walk with him. So, family, we need to pray on earth. I can father children, and work all these chores. You know, at home, taking care of family. If you walk with God, all the days He will regard. All the days that you're on earth, He will regard. Dear brothers and sisters, maybe as soon as you work up in the morning, you will just get busy with your job, getting ready to go to work. Your boss may give you so much work and so much to get busy with. And on weekends, you're just feel like you're busy with house chores. Sisters, perhaps every day that you're just busy around your children. Take them and pick them up from school. Help them with their homework and after-school activities. And you know what? You're just like Enoch, taking care and fathering children. <clears throat> In the whole Bible, only Enoch and Elijah were taken by God before they died on earth. It is possible, before the biblical millennium comes, that you could be raptured by God. In Matthew's, as it comes to close to enter the age. But before Christ returns, men will continue to get married, eat, and drink. 
we'll all do the same businesses, busyness with work, raising children and all. But we need to know that we shall walk with God, so our lives God will take us. So every year and every moment is remembering quoted by God. This is what it is so important about chapter five. The second half of it, verse twenty-one says that and call his name Noah, saying, "Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands." Curse and relief both appear here. Save descendants from Enosh to Noah, walking with God. Here we see God's relief or comfort from work, and we shall receive peace. The biggest difference out of all of the painful toil or busyness, there is relief from God. You must pray to the Lord like this: My life before you, God, is valued and is highlighted, even out of the busyness, and I will still walk with you. And we pray for our future generations, our children can be relieved. By the labor of our hands, the relief reference here means that the curse can be stopped. Why is there laboring hands and with all these painful toil and busyness? Because it is a curse after they sinned. But we can be relieved by God, so our generations and children can walk with the Lord. He can make our hands work in the life worthwhile with glory. Is not just about serving, participating, and ministering in these spiritual things, <clears throat> but even when you are doing house chores, God's relief, provision, peace, and even blessing can remove all these curses. These curses will no longer happen in our future generations. So our prayer are so very important. Ourselves and how we can grab hold of God's will, starting today, our children can live in God's presence. God bless our children in our future generations. They will live in Your presence and walk in Your light. Your comfort will come. Curses will be removed. Let's look at chapter six. It talks about the origin of sin. God wants to restore and reset creation. From verse one to eight, you see a generation in sin, especially now that we're in an end time. How do we live in the presence of God? When, when men begin to multiply on the face of the land, and the daughters were born to them, the sons of daughters saw that the daughter, the daughters, the sons of God saw the daughters of men were attractive, and they took as their wives any they choose. Then the Lord said, "My spirit shall not abide in men forever, for he is flesh. His day." Shall be hundred twenty years. There is a secret to walk with God here. See this verse, that is to have His presence dwell in us. This is what you can pray today. God, Your Spirit take charge in me. Your Spirit dwell in me and meet me. You see, in verses one and two, sons of God took daughter as their wives. What does that mean exactly? Possibly the descendants of Seth married Cain's daughters. Or the chosen sons, who are full of God's glory, they marry the cursed, the cursed daughters. Some even say perhaps angel spirit 
got into men's flesh and bring down some mighty men. No matter what it is, the important thing is God's Spirit has to be in control in us. We need to pray that Jehovah's Spirit, Jehovah's Spirit has control over us. That we need to pray for our next generation, our children's education and work, and even their marriages. That Lord, you're in charge. Don't let the flesh take control. And God's Spirit can't dwell in you. Let the Spirit to lead us for every decision. Sif's descendants are godly, so their labors were comforted by God, and the curses are relieved. When their flesh took over, they would take their daughters of men as wives, so God's Spirit left them often. So temptations and flashy desires will affect our next generation. God wants to come to do a complete recreation. In verse five here, says, "The Lord saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Even though men ate the fruit of tree of knowledge, good and evil, but he can control himself." To live in the godly good life, can control his thoughts to be good either. In verse seven says, "So the Lord said, 'I will blot out men who I have created from the face of the land, men and animals and the creeping things and the birds of heaven, for I am sorry that I have made them.' That sorry here means regret and sadness." God is sad because men did not step into our destiny, calling and trust that He has given us. You can see in in the verse water, the verse water listed here: men, animal, and creepy things and birds is reversed. All other things that are created for men, for men, and once men fail to live in their destiny, all these other things created are worthless. God, you may say. God is so cruel. What sin have these animals committed? Why wipe them out? It is mankind who sin. Why are they being punished? But God's heart is that all other things created are for mankind. If men do not respond to our calling and destiny, thinking about thinking about Him and living the godly life, all things will be recreated. So you can pray today that my house, my money. And all are given to me by you, God. Let me live in your calling and destiny. Lead me into your work, and guide me into your heart's desire, and lead me into your ages. All you have given me has great worth. If we're not living it right, Lord, reset me, so I can return to you. Now, in verse verses nine through twenty-two, begins to command, command, and commit. If we follow him in all the shakings in life, then we will have we will be protected. In verse nine, says there are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. So crimes will increase, war warfare will continue to increase, and more and more sinning age will come. But if you walk with God, He shall protect you. In that generation, God flood the whole land to restore. In this end of age, God will once again 
will also purify the entire land. Why do we have to read the Bible? I mean, why do we serve? We need to draw close to God just so that we can learn to walk with God, understand His commands. In the process of building the ark, there is a certain structure and specific measurement that God given. It has to be three levels, a windows opening above, one door, and all kinds of animals will go in. God is doing one thing here, keeping the remnants and keeping the remaining species. With only one window that opens up above, so when the shaking comes, then we must look up. God will protect us. What he did in Genesis, he did, he did it again in the prophet books that we're going to read about. So don't worry about that our family is not saved, or our past, our work, our finances, our house, and car. What will happen? Someone who walks with God, he will protect all that is yours. In verse 22, Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Four times God commanded him. Noah did them all. So how do you do all that? He commanded. First, lead your children, work, and marriage, and with your spirit to God, and not with your flesh. Second, all other things created by God is for mankind. So I have to resp respond to my calling and my destiny. I need to respond to the gift that he's given me. So how do I become someone who prays and serves the Lord and draw close to God? All his giving will be worthy. Noah in that time is this righteous and blameless person. So don't blame the sins in the unfairness of the world. All that chaos must not lessen your love. Continue to live before God. What he committed, what he committed, we will do. Our children will help us. So all the labor in our hands will receive relief from God. That you will just follow what God commanded you to do. Whether it is to teach, whether it is the teaching from church or listening to inner life messages, we believe we will continue on his path of life. All God committed and we did them all. And at the end of time, we will be those remnants. We will be protected and provided. Even with greater shakings, we will be safe and peaceful.